0: Welcome. This is Perspective for Parents. My name is Nick Thompson, and this is a podcast for parents of adolescents. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I was talking to this young man that that I've been working with for a while, and we were talking about how we can both be socially avoidant. How, when we find out that it's expected of us that we're attending some type of get-together or some, or some dinner where there's going to be people that we don't know that well or don't know at all, that just cranks up the stress response. We were laughing, joking about how, you know, this, this quarantine time has kind of been n- nice in that way, that you haven't had to go to the dinner that you don't want to go to or the event that you don't want to go to. But this conversation made me think of Uh, you know, social anxiety and, and how many young people have this diagnosis or believe they have that disorder. So many of our young people are socially avoidant. They're highly anxious in social situations, highly anxious thinking about social situations, and with this anxiety choosing to avoid the social situation. And one of the main reasons that, that youth provide when I speak to them about why they're so nervous about going into that public place or going to that party or going to that dinner or even going to school is because they believe that other people are judging them, that there's something wrong with them, that they're awkward, and that their awkwardness is so obvious that everyone's paying attention to it. So first off, I share with them something called the spotlight effect. The spotlight effect is, is, is basically the phenomenon that, that most people believe they are being noticed way more than they actually are. That other people are paying way more attention to them and what they're doing or saying. Now we have to remind ourselves, especially those who are socially avoidant, that like all of us for the most part, are walking around with this spotlight effect. We're all the center, the main character, the lead in some cinematic version of our lives. And because we're so focused on our leading role in this hopefully uh, Oscar-worthy life, we're just not paying that much attention to those around us. Definitely not as much as we think. So that's step one. That's the first thing I share when I'm working with somebody who's socially avoidant. Others just don't care that much about what you're doing or saying. And I also share, if they do, it's sort of weird. Like if, if you're being moving awkwardly, like if there's somebody who's paying super close attention to that and then judging you for that and thinking badly about you, or talking to other people about you, talking trash, and then they go home and think about it and like laugh at you, that person's not doing very well. <laughs> that person is extremely unhappy and insecure if that's what they're doing. If focusing on themselves and what they're doing bums them out to, to a level where they need to focus on others and put them down, well, that's just a Unhappy and secure person. Another good reminder. And the second tip I share was given to me by a mentor in my life when I was a freshman in college. I went to the University of Colorado at Boulder. Go Buffs! Can't believe they let me in. And I'm from the Dakotas. So coming to Boulder, Colorado, is pretty big time. And it was my freshman year, and I had been invited to this party, this get together with these uh, these other guys. And I had sort of heard about these guys. And they were so impressive. They were so impressive on paper because I hadn't met them. One was like this dude from Boston. His dad was, was like a professional musician. Another one of these guys uh, I'd heard was from Orange in Orange County. I didn't even know that was a thing. And this was like around the time where that show, The O.C., Orange County, was like a big deal. So, so just being from Orange County, I mean, you got to be pretty impressive to do that if you're in orange county right now you you are impressive but they weren't MTV whatever uh, uh channel that was they weren't doing a program called the Dakotas so yeah one guy was from boston another from orange in orange county there's a dude from LA guy from Ann Arbor whose dad was big deal to the university of michigan all these people when i was told about them it just sounded super impressive they sounded super interesting and me being from a small town in South Dakota, I wasn't interesting. There's nothing interesting about me. This is what I thought. I was freaking out about heading to this party because there was all of these interesting, accomplished guys. I guess just being from, you know, Boston or LA or Orange or Ann Arbor makes you accomplished. I mean, that's what was in my head. I just figured they lived way more interesting lives. So I was super nervous about going to this, this party. And my mentor had called me to, uh, to check in earlier in the day before I was about to head to this, this party. And I was you know, f- freaking out on the phone with him saying things like, what am I going to bring to this, to this, this group, this party? How am I going to like hang in there and show my worth? I'm just not that interesting. I was like trying to make up, you know, stories, create stories about myself, about my life that were interesting. So I was just going to have to like lie in order to impress these people. And my mentor listened and he, and he was so great. And, and he said, Nick, take all that energy that you're thinking about putting into being interesting. Take all that energy and put all that effort into being interested. And that advice, that proloism, changed my life. He talked about how much pressure and how difficult it is if, if you go into a social situation thinking you have to be interesting. That's just a lot of weight. But it's much easier. And there's much less weight If my expectation of self is, I'm going to be interested. I'm going to be interested in the people at the party. Or I'm going to be interested in the people at the table. I had the feeling in that moment, and I continue to do, they're like, yeah, I can do that. I can be interested. So when I put my focus on being interested in others, a crazy thing happened. People. Began to like me more. It's fascinating. People who are interested in others and, and listen and ask great questions. Those people get called things like, oh, "just you know, He's just a great guy to be around. He's interesting. I really like that guy. Because most people love talking about themselves. And if you can get in there with your interest and use curiosity to get them to open up and talk about themselves and talk about their experiences, well, they're really going to enjoy that exchange. And you don't have to feel the weight or lie by making up stories to be interesting. And I see many adolescents, and not just adolescents, but adults, doing the thing where, when you're feeling insecure you do the opposite thing you don't avoid you actually get loud and start bragging about yourself and talking about how awesome you are and trying to one-up people nobody likes that nobody likes that guy or gal and for the most part people see right through you that's not confidence when someone just sits there and and dominates the just brags about themselves all their achievements all their accomplishments and that reminds me of of a quote that my grandpa used to always say. It's not my grandpa's quote. I think he just repeated it, but I love it. He would say, Nick, lighthouses don't fire off cannons to draw attention to their shining. They just shine. So that's also something I share with with young people who are socially avoidant, is the person who's firing off the cannons with the look at me, I'm awesome. That person is insecure. Confidence is quiet. So that advice changed my life. Anytime I feel overwhelmed, stress about heading into a social situation, a difficult one where there's new people, I just remind myself, all I got to do is be interested. When you get curious, things get interesting. And that's the other thing. You don't have to have a bunch of commonality with the other person. Oftentimes, finding the differences is where it's at. Be fascinated by the differences by what's different about the other person. When you have a lot in common with somebody, and that becomes a conversation topic, usually that becomes competitive. And I have to tell you how good I am at blank, or how much I know about blank. And that's not enjoyable. That's not connection. That's conflict, in a way. So when you get curious about the the differences... How the person is different from you. How where they grew up is different. Their their interests are different. Their upbringing is different. Then you tend to ask way better questions. Now, similarities, commonality, I mean, it it can be nice, you know. I, I, I would say similarities make us feel safe. But differences deepen connection. So if you're worried... If your child is worried about going into some social event like, oh, I don't have anything in common with these people, we'll share with them. Lucky you. You now have endless options of differences to dissect and discuss. By getting into the other's world through great questions and interest, curiosity, you get to make them the expert. People love being the expert. So those concepts are the two main things that I share with young people who, who are diagnosed or who believe they have social anxiety disorder, or just if they're socially avoidant in general. I guess there's sort of a third. I, I say that just because you don't feel like being social doesn't mean you don't need to be social. As I've said on this podcast many times before, human beings are a social creature. Mental health is created socially. Even if your child is an introvert, enjoys solitude and is socially avoidant it doesn't mean that they don't need to be social and i get right now with what's going on the socializing is difficult but it is a topic i wanted to talk about this summer so back to the 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 two things that were mentioned spotlight effect people just aren't paying that much attention to you and if they are and judging you in that they're lame. And second, the greatest advice I ever received about how to approach a difficult social situation. Don't focus on being interesting. Focus on being interested. Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please subscribe rate, review, and share with a friend. If you would like to find more information about this podcast or my upcoming presentations, please check out my website, perspectiveforparents.com. Spelled out, that's perspective, the number for parents.com. Thanks again.